0: Too crazy for Boys Town, too much of a boy for Crazy Town. The child was an outcast. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, Gentlemen, pay no heed,
1: go right in. There's no room that says, Scoundrel on it.
0: You want to be a thug, you want to smoke weed and play cards all night, punk. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run.
1: He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds.
0: And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again.
2: Welcome back to Not Here to Argue. It is October. I am here. Jam is here. You are here. You know who's not here, Jam? I do not. Billions of people.
1: Oh, that was a good. That's a good answer. Yes.
2: Why would you ask that? Is this how we're going to start the? Is this how, the kind of time we're going to be on today, Jam? Just asking uh, questions I can't answer. It's it, it's preposterous. Anyway, I had I was ready to talk and yell about media day and i just i don't even feel like talking about it i just don't feel like i i feel like everything has has been said i don't think there's any ground i can uncover and i'm can i ask a a question no no no, i I realize you just said i couldn't so that's my bad (laughs) you're not listening either man it's gonna be a short episode now would you
1: what about media day is it the vaccine scandal or just how dumb it is in general to uh have a press conference for every single player
2: in the nba absolutely the answer is absolutely (laughs) yes correct um it's one it's that the point like it media day in 1971 was probably like a huge you know what i mean it's like wow it's probably the only chance where And I imagine, I don't even know when Media Day started, but it was like, oh, wow, the 12th man could say something that his local newspaper could put in the newspaper because that's what people read then. Now it's literally 24 7 me. What are we like? I get the pictures, I get that, right? You get that, you get pictures and everybody in their new uniforms. And you
1: film all the stuff that's going to be on the Jumbotron, like people going "Ah, and like answer (laughs) dumb questions, like.
2: Who's your favorite rapper? I think I'd much rather see all that. Like, I let me see a reporter in the room for that. Like, we get the early scoop on. We find out James Wiseman has never heard of Tupac. <laughs> Just never heard of him. He's like, I I don't. I was born in 2004 like I, I don't know what that means
1: wasn't it like Kevin Herter it was like ranking your bracket it was like between outcast no. and someone else and he was just like very much made the wrong pick oh and was, it like- was
2: bad I was I was there <laughs> I was there in the flesh that hurt me it was I think it was outcast and little baby maybe which is like okay I like little baby had a great run to I think the final four whatever it was but come on man Come on man. That's the part. I don't I don't know if these young folks are they're too young to know what a good panda is. <laughs> it was uh, Rich the, the kid. I've never Rich even the heard the kid, of Rich, Rich the kid. kid. That's what it was. Rich Okay, no. I cuz I, I think Rich the kid put out baby if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I have it all wrong. Either way, Kevin Herder got it wrong. Um and it still hurts me. It still hurts me. So there's that. There just appears to be no reason for us to ask every single Player. I thought we had 450 players got asked the same six questions. I think that's what bothers me. There was not like. I sent you the uh, we'll watch the the Terrence man, Nick Batum thing in a minute. I was like, I it was the vaccine stuff for sure. Not surprising, but I'm genuinely disappointing um, to hear Bradley Bill say some of the things that he said to have to raise some of the. Like say some of the questions that he raised, which are just easily, easily answered. Um, so it's just one of those. Like it's not a, it's not about doing your own research or whatever. I thought to be, I thought Wiggins handled it the best. I disagree with him, but in terms of what how he handled it on the podium, I felt like he probably handled it as well as he could have. But it was disappointing all the same. But that's been ran into the ground. And then the third part of it is i i stand on this i think there are a lot of people in the nba media that do not like basketball or do not like the nba i should say i feel like bad as a whole like you know they probably play some high school they got a favorite college team um but either don't like the sport or don't like the resent the people playing it and it i think it shows in the coverage because this is the only sport that talks about everything but basketball. Every I, I say that like I I just read uh, hockey <laughs> every day. I don't get I don't get that subscription anymore. But
1: it changed the dresses and they just have a bad. Yeah, kind I, of support it, it, is, it is what it is. Um,
2: but I like. Does it does it make sense? Like, am I am yes. I off base here? Like, it feels like the NBA media is as a and I can't say as a whole, but it does feel like an alarming number of them do not like basketball of the prominent ones. Do not like basketball. I should say to defend the NBA media. Oh God.
1: Which I, uh, I somehow have uh, shamed uh, myself into kind of, if you could say I, I technically qualify because I do get credentialed to go to Celtics games. You're not, when you sure. try to ask about basketball questions, mm-hmm. the you either get like very, very generic answers or you can try to be the type of reporter that is like here, like when you do the pin down screen here and then like, and really try to break it down X and an O style. And then the players and coaches just resent you because they go, you don't know shit about anything. And like, why are you trying to use fancy lingo? And so that <laughs> right, I've, yeah, seen, bo- I've seen, out of here. I've seen both of those happen where it's like, well, what's going on out there. And then the player just goes, well, a uh, generic answer that doesn't really give you any insight or the reporter tries to be like, well, you know, when you were playing this zone and the, like the backside role, man, came did this on the weak side. And then the person just goes, well, that's just not what we were doing out there. And it just creates another
2: awkward, awkward situation. I think that I think it's my favorite uh, in football. Like you used to have. I feel like not so much. Maybe I don't even know why they're doing press conference stuff this year. But I feel like two years ago it was a big thing where uh, nasty man Watson was every week just explaining football to football writers. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the week. They would just say something, and he'd be like, "Like he's like, I'm not even trying to be like serious. Like, do you know what X Y Z is? Like, I've never heard of that." He's like, "Okay, that's when this is this. If I see this, that means it. Blah blah blah." Uh, I was like, "Fascinating. Oh wow! I, you know, like uh, Zach Lowe, ESPN. So when the guy stands right there, and the other guy runs into him, what's that about? <laughs> what's a, is that? What's what's a, some sort of a uh, uh, stand standing?" move i don't uh i'll throw it to you uh lebron i i mean i hear i think a good bit of it is just the way the media set up the players they're so like you're just going to get the i don't know if you're ever going to get out of that a certain part of that because again for the same people like that are reading that new i think that's that's who's running with them quotes kevin durant says he thinks the net should be good like somebody's grandfather in upstate new york is like how about that Ugh, a championship wouldn't that be something um so you're never gonna get at some part of that but to the second i think there's a way to like ask or set up the question in a way that's like okay i i see some of the broad strokes here but can you feel me like you know what i'm saying you're clearly the expert here i feel like that is trying you're trying to have a con like as a fellow expert and that's where you lose them that's oh, like uh, I, immediately, yeah. Uh, LeBron, uh, you and I both have made 12 first team All NBAs. Um, you see,
1: I watched the film, LeBron. I don't know if you are a yes. film watcher,
2: but <laughs> so I when noticed you shoot, when you shoot behind the curvy line, they give you more points. What's up with that? Um, but yeah, I, I do think there's a way, and I would hope if you were you're you're doing something right to get credentialed in that room. I would hope that like, I think that's, that's journalism, right? Finding the way to ask that, finding the way to ask the question that makes, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant give a, you know, detailed answer verse. Uh, Drew Holiday, right? Like it, it's, I feel like that's the problem. We're asking 400 players the same questions. Nothing's, I can't, not, I, I'm going to be extreme here. That's just how this is going to go. Every time I'm going to be extreme. Um, It just feels like it's not a lot of context. And I, and I also understand that those aren't the ones that made the rounds. Like, I'm sure some of those questions did get asked and answered. Those aren't the ones that get the clicks. I, I fully understand that, too. You want it to be like, pl- I'm begging, like, please ask Trey Burke how he feels about modern science. So like, <laughs> yeah. Clutch points is like, yes. Um I get that, too, but it just feels like as a whole, like, so it's very stupid. It it just feels it's so for a a league that prides itself accurately on being willing to change with the time. The NBA has changed more like rules and like baseball is the exact same as it was. Abner doubled that, nailed it. (laughs) They changed like the length of the fence, and now everything within the lines. He's like, I crushed this. Um, Basketball, they're like, Yeah, now y'all want more points for the y'all that y'all don't like that? Okay, no, we'll change the line. It'll be little over there and big over. Y'all don't, okay, y'all don't like that either. Um, So for them to be like, Yes, we have to sit here and gather and let me ask, Jason Tatum. um, What do you think about the Celtics' chances this year? there's a lot of that.
1: Uh, any yeah, questions? I, I think we're gonna be awful. I'm gonna with,
2: be, I, I think we'd be lucky to make the playoffs, guys. We're terrible. I'm not that good. Uh, Jalen's trash. Like we're...
1: the thing. The, one of the problems is that any of the good reporters, like anyone who's like, can craft that good question. They don't want to do that in a very public forum because then their response is basically free game to everyone. So mm-hmm. what I've noticed is that the good reporters ask their good questions in one on ones. And so the scrums or like the press conferences like this, you get a lot of bad reporters being like, "Hey, talk about uh, basketball." <laughs>
2: hey, the talk about it is tremendous. Um,
0: <laughs> the other thing you is,
2: like, you can say, I, I, uh, "Talk about what you saw in the third quarter." It's like well, I, I looked into the stands. I saw a man eating popcorn. <laughs> so, like, we're, just talk about it. if you if you're not creative or good enough of a journalist to find, like there's something you want to ask. Make a question out of it. Talk about the third quarter. What about the third? What, what are you, what are you getting to cut? To, I think that's the, the, I feel like the players cut the chase. If you want to know about a, a specific play or a specific coverage or a specific, even like a, a turnover, Hey, you did XYZ. I feel like they'd even talk about that candidly uh, more than uh, talk about the, have felt when you have more points in the other team i don't know I, w- I would hope that there's a way for like of course i you save your best stuff for one-on-one i 100 get that but at this point i with the way quotes get out there is it like you have to say you know if somebody gets something breaking attributed to woge or whatever but if you in a scrum man you in to it, it just feels like it's it's one for all, like uh, if you look, if you can get the one on ones, good deal. But if you can't, the scrums the scrum, like for a reason. I've sat in them and I was like, this is just fascinating. And like, do you want to ask questions? I was like, no, I just want <laughs> to. I just want to observe. I just want to listen to every. But I I like I, I get it. it's different being in it. Um, that's why I think. Uh, it's funny, but it's not funny when the people get called on. They're like, uh, just shit my pants, call on me later. <laughs> Like they're just like just dead honest. It's just like, I get it. Uh <laughs> LeBron just looks right at you and you're like, um, uh, call me, uh, come back to me. Come back to me.
1: Another issue is that we don't need all 15 or 20 players on the roster speaking. I don't need to hear from Juancho Hernan Gomez. Like, I have no questions for him. There's not a possible question that could be asked of him that would result in like intelligent discourse. Like, we just, you know, give me the, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus the Smart.
2: Barcelona picking you, or where I don't, I'm not sure where he's from, but the wherever he's his home. Like, I, I don't think Hernan Gomez is like a, a Virginia name, you know what i mean? I th- I want to say Spain. I have in my he mind. Is from Spain, I, th- I think yeah. he's Spain. Yeah. Um they need that quote. So I I I get it just feels like I don't know. I feel like he would probably prefer it too like hey man can can me and them just I'll just do a zoom call straight with them. We can talk in Spanish and everything. But I don't know. I just feel nothing's going to change here because I don't I don't think anything's changing as far like the vaccine talk that's not going anywhere the media people that either don't like basketball or love it so much they think they know it as much as all NBA players or NBA players at all that's not going anywhere and also
1: they have, they don't like jokes like at no point are any of these NBA reporters trying to do any bits uh, like you see David Letterman asking him like KD what KD stands for not very funny in my opinion, but I respect oh. someone being in the room just being like, I'm gonna use this platform to try and do a joke. Like that's uh <laughs> that's what I'm for. It's just like this is your opportunity to like humanize the players and like if it's gonna be a completely vapid interaction where there's right. just like nothing there, at least try to make someone laugh with it. You have a uh, microphone.
2: <laughs> listen, I'll tell you, I would much prefer it just for the content that would come from it, but listen, people are not funny as a whole. They're just not. And I'm not, this is not me standing high and looking low. Like, this is just, if you were just in that situation, you're like, I'm going to have to, I hope that Anthony Davis watched the seventh season of The Simpsons. Like, I hope <laughs> he gets this reference. Uh, it's like, so in the third quarter, were you, were you feeling like Poochie out there? And he's like, "What
1: the fuck is the What's this?" You're literally describing what I do to the Lopez brothers anytime I see
2: them. What, but here's the thing: <laughs> they that's questions tailored, to, and they would get it immediately. They yes. pick it up immediately. me. That's questions tailored. To I feel like they give good answers. Even uh, was it Robin when he was like, "Yeah, I, like I got to do my own research on my brother winning the champ." That's like that's a great answer, right? He's interesting, and I, some of it is on the players. Like some of them, I, I get it's it's. You've been media trained, like be safe, don't mess up the money. Um, but I would hope that we're getting to a point where I don't think it's a money thing with the Lopez brothers. I think they're just like that. But it also doesn't hurt when each of them each of them's probably put away 50-60 million. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're at a point where even I hate picking on Solomon Hill because he's he's a really funny <laughs> guy on Twitter. Really like, I think a legitimately funny NBA. Like, I don't know what he got. I got to see what he got asked because he's a funny person. Um, He got forty eight million dollars on a like. You don't even have to be particularly good or even. Average to get paid now, so I would hope we could get more some personalities, but then also. I think a lot of basketball players are just boring. I think that's (laughs) I think that's part of it, too. A lot of them are just boring
1: or Uh, with the vaccine stuff. Dumb. <laughs> like, just just not very like smart. Right? We're not capable of giving very uh, well-thought answers. They're people Correct. who've been playing basketball their entire lives with the sole purpose of playing basketball. And they really haven't thought about things outside of basketball. So why do we care about their vaccine well, opinion?
2: Well, I've got to push back there because in Bradley Bill's one year at uh, Florida, he was pre-med, I believe.
1: Um, oh, so he took organic chem, which I'm sure I, he was uh, in the study group for
2: bringing popcorn. He, he took bio uh, one-on-one. They dissected a frog, <laughs> and he was like, fuck this. Um, but, yeah, it's – and, again, it, it's – I feel like it sounds kind of like, oh, they – just shut up and dribble. They don't know what they're talking about. But when you're saying stuff like, hey, man, like, if, if it's – if it's vaccines, why, still, why are people still getting COVID? Like, they, yeah. It's here's very, day one stuff <laughs> like can someone tell bradley bill what a vaccine is like can we get like day one? a one we've been in this shit for two years so can someone
1: tell, them- tell bradley Beal that he got vaccinated so he could attend florida like there's just like vaccines that are part
2: of everyday life <laughs> okay but here's that's the whole point if he had to get it, a vaccine then why is it still vaccines if monkeys came from people and people's came monkeys, still, then why, why are there still monkeys still monkeys um it's just uh, again it, it it's disappointing um to hear uh it's also i, I will not even say frustrated it's just it's like we feel like we're we're being bullied They're, they they want to make you get it listen they just told you the consequences of if you don't that's how this works like is you're being you're not being bullied you're not being canceled these are the consequences. I think it was uh, that you have to like wh- like probably more frequent tests. I know you have to quarantine if you're in like contact tracing. I think you have to wear masks like indoors. Like there are just more restrictions to it. You're not being bullied. Nobody's like you. And I say this because it's probably some countries where if you talk about getting booked, bu- like they probably hold you down and put that needle in your. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting. We can, we can show you bullied um or it's like okay you happened to in San Francisco and New York you happen to live in a city where that passed a mandate you can't play home games okay like if you're Andrew Wick and you're just willing to eat that okay you're not being bullied that's the consequence if you're willing to accept that then what's what's the problem same for Kyrie if Kyrie is willing to sit out and eat those uh, miss those checks for what he believes in you're not being bullied these are the consequences of your actions so i I just i don't know what the the i haven't seen the bullying i guess it's a slippery
1: slope tyler yeah now soon soon they're going to be requiring us to live in cages
2: that's yeah now listen the chip is in there and let me say that if they put the chip inside you how is this deal chips outside you Mm. has anyone ever no one ever has the answers for bradley bill nobody ever has the answers um it's important to ask the question though that's what we've learned (laughs) i I will i do i would hope that there's one there's got to be one failed stand-up big nba fan that is just willing to be that like some of the jokes are gonna hit some of them if you're like a fail it's like a it's like yeah. Now my buddy played like uh, Division Six basketball. He's still just better than eighty five percent of the people. You know, just at a base level. Somebody is willing to go in there and they just be like, "Well, like if you're so good at basketball, why does the team always stink?" And just put it <laughs> back on them. And he's like, I, I got to do further research. Uh, that, that's HIPAA. I can't. I can't discuss that. Um, Did you see that Dwight said
1: something like that? And he said something like, "That's HIPAA. I can't talk about that." And the reporter was like, "That's like, not that's, how HIPAA works." And <laughs> that's a,
2: what, what happened. That's what I want to see. I was like, "That's exactly <laughs> what I want." That's definitely or, or someone, uh, Dwight, explain to us HIPAA. <laughs> I, I can That's part of HIPAA. I cannot explain what HIPAA is. As part of it. it's the H. Uh, I have to withhold that information. But yeah, put this, that's the part I want to hear. And I said, this is on me, partly. I was like, I want to hear the questions they have. And Bradley Bill posed those questions. And I wish I, I wish I never heard those questions. I wish I never heard those questions. I wish I never heard um, anything. I don't even think I want to hear like post-game interviews no more. Like we're not here. We're not learning anything new, right? This is not a, I don't, I don't want to hear them. They shouldn't be seen or shouldn't be heard, just seen. It's like what just what are we doing what are we learning if it's, if Bradley Beal wants to say something he's active on twitter I'll, I'll put he uh he and his loved ones are active on twitter why do i need a media day for this
1: so Bradley Beal can tell you how excited he is to play with Cody
2: Kispert <laughs> yeah uh, and for him to write out Russell Westbrook how about that Does what do that he say happen? He uh, I saw him talk about it. I don't know if that was how it originally broke. He was like, No, he actually uh, yeah, when Russ left, he asked, He was like, Yeah, no, you should get out of here too. Um, uh, but I chose to stay. I was like, Hey, what the hell? I, that was, I thought that was between bros, man. I was trying to help you, but I don't, Bradley Bill. He the science says he should leave the Wizards because they're a poverty franchise, but he's doing his own research. <laughs> He's going to give it year 9 and 10 and 11. And, and you know what? He's entitled to do his research there. But he has to accept the consequences uh, Consequences of scoring 30 points that nobody cares about. Maybe getting into the all-star game. Um, that, like Getting into arguments with reporters on Twitter. Like, I, I don't. That's that's the consequence. And not winning. And being an 8th seed. Being an 8th, 9th Those are the consequences. If you're willing to accept those. Rock on. I, I i feel like you'd only be an idiot in this sense and not a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite, right? If you're gonna be like again, accept the con these are the consequences accepted. When wiggins they asked Wiggins, which is a wild question, you know you stand to lose a lot of money, right? A wild <laughs> question to ever ask anybody, like he's never considered that. And he said, Yeah, and that's my problem, not yours. Correct. If he willing to accept those consequences. If he's gonna miss 41 game checks. What can you do? Did you see the uh bleacher
1: report article that was like uh rival executives saying that Kyrie missing 41 games is good for the Nets because then it's uh he's gonna be healthy when it comes time for playoffs, and it's when it's the playoffs time, the Nets will like make a nice donation to New York City
2: Council to get a waiver for Kyrie. That I think that's really the only thing because Like again, Wiggins making, I think, 32 this year. If he's just like, I'm willing to make 16 for what I believe in, okay. Like, same for Kyrie. If Kyrie's willing to, I'll make, I don't know what he make 40 minutes. I'll take 20. And if I were to bet, I would, but I don't, if I were to game with skill, I wonder if we can get some uh, odds on this and a pick them. Game, can we get the home games missed by like Wiggins and, and Kyrie? Because I feel like they, I feel like they'll miss a couple checks, right? I feel like it'll go into, I don't know, a few games. And then at a certain point, they're not going to get to serious. I can't imagine either one of them get to state like basketball where the stakes matter and they're not playing home games or that laws not changed. would not rule that out. <laughs> would also not rule that out. Uh, That's but, the thing is like the
1: belief like, like good for andrew Wiggins he's whole like he's announced his belief and he's standing by mm-hmm. it and he's owning his decisions but like the stakes are so low for just getting vaccinated like it's not mm-hmm. like it's like they're asking you to change your fundamental like uh well, that, belief, core belief structure like you didn't well, have now, the like, vaccine three the, the years core, ago
2: yeah the vac- <laughs> oh, yeah was, yeah that's what the vaccine does so <laughs> i you would say i mean i'd it's people's bodies. I can understand like somebody who's a professional athlete will be hesitant on what they put in their body. I get it. I just like was Jonathan Isaac and Kyrie, Like, was they questioning like all the ingredients in the, the anesthesia for every time they had like knee ligaments replaced? Like what was the, it was like, no, no, my science agrees with yours. Here I had, I double checked. You get it all checks out. Um, you can repair my torn ACL again. Um, but this is the line. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. My knee is one thing. My lungs, come on. um, That's their
1: choice. That's what Ted Cruz says. Their body,
2: their choice. Listen, if ever, if ever I was on the fence, once I, when, if Ted Cruz ever added whiskers, I stand with you on XYZ, <laughs> I'd be like, man, it's time to. <laughs> Whiskers, man, I love the Kentucky Wildcats, man. I said, wow. I said, man, I'm a teamless man. Like, I I would just have to reconsider.
1: Emancipate Uh, all the baby boys. Just be like, yeah.
2: Go free. Just set them free like doves. Uh, (laughs) If Ted Cruz agree with me on anything, man, it's time time to take a look in the mirror. It's time to take a look in the mirror. And that might drive them more than the fact. Like, they're not interested in the facts. We've established that. Shame, maybe I don't know. It's not shame or money. If those aren't gonna work, then they stand there for what they believe in. Again, I can respect that more than a a hypocrite. But now let's talk. Uh I sent you. <laughs> can you pull up the poll? It was a poll I created yesterday because there was talk that came out. I mean, I guess it's it's somewhat been out that Kyrie Irving would. Retire if he is traded from the Brooklyn Nets to sounds like anywhere else. Which I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, Nick Wright reported this. I think Kyrie like called him a puppet, but didn't refute it. And then within the like the Rolling Stones article or something else, I believe it more or less got confirmed that he said that. One, I would say, what is Kyrie Irving supposed to say to that? No, like I, I'd love to be. Tra- Listen, if you guys could trade me to Indiana and get the pieces to build a championship team here in Brooklyn, you got to pull the. Tr- like, I, I don't know what he's supposed to say to that one. Two, are we believing anything Kyrie Irving says this week? Like, which, which side of the scale of that are we? <laughs> we just let me know. If um, he says one, it's like you can't believe a single thing that guy says, and it's like, well, his aunt said he might retire. It's like write it in stone. Would, would, would he retire? Maybe. So, I asked this question. I posed a quick, oh, final results. I think it, okay, it like just went final. I still had a little time left. I said, Your team has to trade for a point guard. What you're sending out in the trade is the same for either player. So, it's not like you're getting uh, more or less for one player or the other. Who would you rather trade for? And the options were A, Kyrie Irving. The stipulations for him uh, are he might retire, right? Like it, it's, again it this is all about bluff calling right like they're going to call wiggin's bluff okay are you going to miss those checks we'll see ben simmons are you going to come to camp we'll see um kyrie are you going to retire that's his stipulation ben simmons he's as is that's the that's the pro, he's open box he'll show up he's under contract I, like i him not having any teams is still wild no destination teams is still wild to me but it's, yeah, he'll show up like ain't nothing wrong with him. He's just been Simmons. He doesn't shoot. So that's not really his thing. And the answers to this poll, 44.4 percent. Kyrie Irving, 55.6 percent. Ben Simmons, if I'm not mistaken, that's like five out of nine, right? Like that's a. it ain't 50 50 close, but that's damn close. And I don't know who should be more offended here. <laughs> who do you think should more, be more offended? Kyrie Irving, that he's like 56% would rather have Ben Simmons than me doing anything. And Ben Simmons is like, this guy might not ever play again. I made the all-star <laughs> team last year. I promise
1: to show up for any team that trades for me. Any team, I will be there. <laughs> I'm
2: a, I think he was like third in defensive player of the year. Last year, he's like, I'm 23, I'm healthy as a horse. And it's 56 to 44. That is. And again, I I, I don't know which way to. Uh, I think that's on. why so it's I, like
1: equally offended. That's why you got to get equal votes right here. That, that, that's, like,
2: that's what I was going for. So I'll put it to you. Your Celtics have to trade for a point guard. Do you trade for Kyrie Irving with the listen? He might retire. If he gets traded to the Celtics, he's absolutely retiring. Like, there's no way he's coming okay. back. <laughs> okay, okay. Or do you trade for Ben Simmons? Ain't nothing wrong with him. He's just Ben Simmons. You see my vote? I voted for Ben Simmons. I can't.
1: Uh, I would like actually genuinely believe that Kyrie would retire uh, if he doesn't like the destination he's traded to, or just wouldn't show up.
2: See, I just don't
1: think he he doesn't. I just don't think he like. Uh, I was gonna say love basketball, but I just I don't think that's the phrase. I just don't think he like wants to do it on anything other than his own terms. And so he yeah, didn't like I, being I, in Boston yeah. because like he was traded there, and in, likely in Cleveland because he was drafted there.
2: And so I think he would retire. <laughs> I think it's something to that, and yeah, I, like you don't you don't get as good as. He did it basketball without loving basketball. Yeah, like, that's why like it that. felt weird yeah, saying yeah. that. I, I, I feel what you're saying. Uh, I, I do think that everything along with it, he does not love, uh, which I is more than fair, but it, do, it does come with it. Right or wrong, it comes with it. And I think there are some, like, if you send him to Sacramento, he's not, he wouldn't even get on the plane. I do think there are a couple situations, like, if he ends up in, like wildly enough, Simmons for Kyrie makes way too much sense for everybody. So if he gets to Philly, I feel like he might posture a little while. But either Embiid or Mori somebody like give it one, like let's win a cha- like can we win a championship one year? Can we win a championship this one year? Then you do whatever you want. And then if I'm not mistaken, he's contract extended. So it's like give us this one year. Then you throw a max at him and go from there. I feel like Toronto traded for Kawhi Leonard on less assurance than that. Kawhi played nine games before. You you remember the talk when it was like, is Kawhi even going <laughs> to go to Toronto? Is he just, is he just going to move straight to LA? He showed up. He showed up. I I forget what happened when he was there. I don't I don't think they made much noise, but he showed up. So, and this stemmed from like a report saying that Kyrie Irving's trade value is. I think it's like realistically zero, and to that I was like, "Yeah, okay, I don't believe that." I just I don't believe NBA GMs. I I, think one they can't help themselves. Two, it's going to be a a, whether it's Maury or Pat Riley, somebody would be like, "Get him in the building." We will, Kyrie Irving, he'll he'll want to play for the Miami Heat. Pat, I think Pat Riley would roll those dice. The Clippers, like the a few team. Now, if he if he gets traded to Detroit, he's fucking out of there. But I do think there are a couple of teams where it's like, okay, listen, you're mad about getting traded, but. You're in L.A. running with Paul George and Kawhi comes back next like you're in L.A., you're with. I don't even know, but that's where my point like and I feel like he's enough of a talent. Somebody will roll the dice again. You're not going to get a haul for him. You're not going to get 100 cents on the dollar. But saying the trade value is, I think, realistically zero that I don't buy. That I, I. I. he made all NBA last year. 50 40 90 last year. And I got told it was like, hey, a lot of people that uh needed a point guard kind of scratched that itch this summer. I was like, how many of them signed the all NBA guy that made 50 40 90 last year? Like, people <laughs> signed Kimba and Dennis Schroeder. I don't know if anybody signed Kyrie Irving. So for a select few, but yeah, he get like back to Cleveland, he's out of there. But I do wonder if there are a couple, like I don't even know, like Milwaukee. I don't even know what they could give up. But if Milwaukee could somehow just get together, and it's like, hey man, listen, I know you don't want to be here. You want to just run one with Giannis, win a ring, and then do whatever do whatever you want, dude. Well, what is what is Kyrie's main goal in life? Or like, what is he is he trying
1: to just ring yeah. chase, or is he like want to be in a situation where he's just having fun playing basketball and
2: like? Who maybe knows? being in Milwaukee is just no fun for anyone. Well, look, and that, that's the whole point. Who knows? I'm not going to pretend to know what Kyrie Irving wants, but I'm also not going to pretend to believe what he said. Like respect, I think he's said enough. Uh, uh, how do you say uh, uh, bullshit? <laughs> where I think it's, it's it's a fair level of skepticism, but I do th- if he Philly maybe. I think the Knicks is really interesting.
1: Yeah, but then he faces the same exact forty-one day thing
2: because he's still but in it, New York. But the Knicks might be like, well, we don't care. We'll take <laughs> you the, for forty-one road. We're games. the Knicks. We just want to put you on the billboard, man. In the that would actually company, be perfect. Yeah.
1: Is Kemba's the home point guard? He only has to play forty-one games on his busted knee. Kyrie's the road point guard. You got a uh, got yourself a playoff team there.
2: That's what. And you tell me the Knicks wouldn't roll that dice. Um and again now you're not are you gonna get a whole lot for him? hell no but i don't if this retirement stuff never came out what's the realistic trade like he's already like people are already low on him in general the injury concerns are real it's about time to pay him Pay like this is gonna be the the big contract he's in it i think he's 30 now maybe 31 so of course you get something but i don't know what the realistic trade value would be for him anyway but either way you it's like, oh, you can't get anything. And I said the Kings. I was like, the Kings would trade Buddy Hill for Kyrie and then beg Kyrie to retire. It's like, whew, Buddy Hill off the books. <laughs> that was we got three years and uh seventy million to play with now. Um, but what do I know? But I still can't. Ben Simmons, we got to get this to Ben Simmons, man. I I feel like if he sees it, he's like, dang. like
1: I'm first team game. all defense.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I, I was like, I would lock Kyrie's shit up right now. And y'all got me 56, y'all got me uh, <laughs> five to four odds. This is terrible. Um, and last media, yeah, do you have the uh, the Terrence Mann clip?
0: I'm just real fortunate and I'm glad that I met Nick Batum so early in my career. There we go. You no, know, Because it's just a great example of like a guy who just works hard doesn't complain you know is focused will play hard every night and always want to win and will do whatever it takes to win and like that's that's me and I just see a lot of myself in him um so I'm just fortunate to be able to you know have a vet like this and just you know he plays so many minutes and I would tell him all year like yo just go sit down like what are you doing you making me feel old like he's just moving like a young guy and um and then after the season, we go so deep, we go to West Conference Finals, and he's like, "Oh, I'm about to go play in Olympics." Like, I'm like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> and he plays, so it's just crazy. And then they do well. He, you know, he gets a medal. He becomes a knight over there. Like, it's just this guy is crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm real fortunate to be around him so early in my career. He knows what I think about him since day one.
2: I talked to him like during training camp last year, so I'm really happy. Just the beginning for him just beginning with, you only seeing 10% of Terrence Mann right now. So it's going to be great. You know that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> So what we heard was Terrence Mann and Nick Batum on media day. And I wanted to play that because I was like, I. it was a lot of talk. I think it was a lot of fear mongering to the most, like a, a overwhelming majority of the NBA is back. So it's still lower than the other major leagues. Um WNBA particular uh in particular but i do i won't say much ado about nothing but i do think it was a little fear-mongering to the the rolling stones and to some of that but i anytime i I've, i've been fortunate to talk to any of the retired players they always 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 bring up the vets like the vets when they were young when they were rookies stuff like this stuff like this is why like I, I think terrence mann was the he was like the 50th he was a second round pick he was like 40 something 50th pick in the draft and lands on a playoff team lands with nick Batum a guy who is still getting paid from the hornets right like he's got like you know what i'm saying he's in no competition with this young guy he just is just there to set the example now i don't know if uh Maybe your boy can attest to that. I don't know if Nick Batum was doing the same kind of tutoring in uh, Charlotte. Maybe he wasn't at that point in his life yet. Who knows? Um, But stuff like this, this is where I wonder, like, like know what some of the young guys in the process or any like these guys going to like Sacramento or any of these places that just can't get out of the mud, really. And it's like, what's the value of having that like long term? Is it going to turn Terrence Mann into a first team all NBA player? Maybe not. But I feel like it has some sort of tangible. Effect, like positive effect on his career, which I mean, it's a testament to Batum, but I feel like a testament to the Clippers. That's what you would want, right? Because they just got B.J. Boston, a baby boy, second round pick, like had the pedigree. If he just falls in line with that and that's just what they get, it was like, yeah, Nick Batum is just. Vince Carter, if he's just just mentor, old mentor guy now. So, I appreciated seeing that. I appreciate Terrence Mann. Like, Jonathan Isaac has just wrecked his, like, any chance of being, like, the cool FSU guy. So, Terrence Mann, Scotty, um, oh, what's his name? Barnes. Barnes. I was going to say Scotty Brooks. I was like, that's not right. (laughs)
0: That's not right at
2: all. Scotty Brooks is not cool and never has been. No. (laughs) I was also thinking of Scotty Brooks trying to play power forward for the Toronto Raptors. (laughs) Um, But, Wait, hold on. I, what's this state bird business? You and talking about some damn state bird? What's this about? The state of Florida is sick of their state bird, and they want
1: a new one. What What's the current state bird? It's the northern mockingbird, which is the state bird for like four other, five other states.
2: Okay, yeah. Okay, I, I support getting rid of it. You don't, yeah. It's a whore of a bird. You can't be like four or five. You need like a one state bird. I don't want no slut You need bird. one like that's
1: very, yeah, that's like a Florida specific bird. Yeah, and so yeah, there's yeah. a state senator down there. It's like, we need our own bird. And I figured okay. uh, it, it's opened up to the public. I don't think even you need to, even need to be a citizen of Florida to kind of weigh in. You just go to newfloridastatebird.com and you can just kind of give your suggestion.
2: Okay. Do we Do we have that pulled up? Can we give a suggestion, line? What do we have for you? Oh, yeah, they give they give
1: you some options. I mean, uh, a classic roseate spoonbill is a uh, handsome sure. fella. Um, what, the, what
2: do you recommend? Now you're the bird expert. What do you recommend? Ruben well, recommends depends. a flamingo. I don't. I, he wouldn't know a, a, a bird from a bird bath.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you can't trust a Rubber. That guy would crush a bird. Uh, it depends what you want. You're going for some some elegance. You want some uh, size of the bird. Um, Florida, maybe there's some personality in
2: it. Yeah, I, I feel like you got to go a little person out. Like, um, like, I feel like I, I know which ones I can eliminate. Like that brown one, the third one at the top. He's just, there's no flash. This is Florida. He's there. Yeah. Um, no, you need someone to pee it for lack of a better phrase to peacock a little bit to like yeah. have a little bit of shine. To have some color there. Yeah. So I don't hate either the bottom two on the right. The pink birds. I don't hate that that, that gorgeous blue bitch there. Red <laughs> top. It's a good bird. I don't think Florida with it though. Good bird. Don't think no, Florida. that's a strong that's- Midwestern uh bird. It's like a went to University of like Wisconsin. It's, kind of, it's a Maine, uh, Dover, Delaware bird, but, <laughs> but de- not a Florida bird. We can agree, not a Florida bird. I would go with either one of the last two. I think the
1: roseate Spoonbill is just a a strong-looking bird, bit of a scary looking bird. That's a butterfly. Some- Got some pelican uh, kind of jowls going on. It's
2: a powerful bird, and it's not Rudman's stupid flamingo. Well, I don't. This is a bird, like if you saw that bird, like turn around, and be like, hey, look at that pretty pink bird. And that turned around. It was like, Ugh.
1: oh, no, I'd be uh-huh. terrified of that. I seen a spoonbill
2: in public. That'd be actually be you know exhilarating. What you that's perfect. That's how I feel about <laughs> seeing like Florida Man out in public. That's the perfect bird. For, I think that's the one. So please, any listeners out there, go to
1: newfloridastatebird.com and vote for the Rose 8 Spoonbill. And hopefully we can, um, you know, I do have some experience walking the halls of the Florida legislature. Hopefully I can grease sure. some hands,
2: uh, talk to the right people, and maybe, uh, maybe we can make this happen. You know what? I, I know how we can get you enough uh, grease uh, to take to your palms down there to get, uh, you know, some things moving you know what i mean so after you go vote for that what is the rosate spoon, spoon bill the after you vote for the rosate spoon bill oh yeah look at that that's a pretty pink coat on it mm mm after you do that before we send jam down there we got to put a little money in his pocket you understand you
1: can't just walk into tallahassee without without Ooh. any uh grease <laughs>
2: They'll send you out there on the first thing smoking. You got to jump over to the Underdog app. Promo code Trill. Go get your $10 phone deposit. We'll make some live bets. Uh, I'm betting. I'm betting um, that I'm not going to say that word again. <laughs> we, we got a Thursday night game. The Jaguars and the Bengals. Which is just nasty work all around. Trevor Lawrence, 252 and a half passing yards. I don't like how specific that line is, Risk Team.
1: You, you, you feel what I'm saying? Where'd you get that extra two and a half
2: passing yards? Uh, that feels a little high. He's been at 219 and 118. Uh, 332 his first week, though. So, not good since. Four days rest with Urban Meyer being his coach? Four days rest, a bad coach. I think the Bengals are two and one, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so the Bengals are looking like the Bengals go three and one. That's like major. That division is gonna be like go down to it. So I I don't I don't know about that, Lawrence. Burrow, on the other hand, his is 253 and a half. What do they know?
1: What, what, what I, do they know? I don't like these half. I understand they have to do half for everything, but 253 that's uh, fucked up. I don't yeah. I Give would, me some round numbers here, risk team. Okay. I'll
2: I'll I'll stick with this. I see they don't have Jamar Chase touchdown. Jamar Chase 72 and a half receiving yards. I'm gonna go over because I do not think the Jaguars are very good. And Jamar Chase just keeps catching touchdowns, he just a per, just the biggest sandbag in the world for preseason, which respect the hell out of that. Um, Joe Burrow, eight and a half rushing yards. He is nine rushing yards through three games. What is the wrist team trying to bait me into, man? This is the game, like a 14-yard run. I'm like, God damn, why, the first play. What do they
1: know? That's the thing about it is like a nine-yard run is just like, it could happen all the time in football. It's just like, yeah, oh, we're dropping back that? doing yeah.
2: prevent, and it's just like we need Look, to just get something—a holding penalty, a second and twenty-six. He scrambles eleven yards to make it third. Like you know what I'm saying? What did they know? Um, I'm going under though. I'm going under. They're not going to scare me off that. Joe Burrow runs for sixty-five yards and yeah, a touchdown, bro. Look, at Lamar Jackson out there—that's his fourth rushing touchdown. I don't like any I don't like many of these. Um James Robinson 78 and a half total yards. I feel like they're I think it was Carlos Hyde, but I I just remember thing I was like Carlos Hyde is getting a lot of work for some I was like Urban Meyer, Ohio State, that's why that's why he's getting the work. I'm going with James Robinson under 78 and a half total yards. Joe Burrow under eight and a half rush. That's the one that's gonna buy. I can feel it now. Oh, I'm so excited for that QB bootleg. <laughs> oh man, I can't, I can't a read option up. since one of the Bengals yeah, run a read. I'm just room for uh Josh Allen, like just eight yards, just just take out his other knee if you got to. Um, no, under on Joe Burrow, over on Jamar Chase, over on 72 and a half. That doesn't feel like a wild number, and again, I do not think these Jaguars are very good and on short rest and on the road yeah it's in cincinnati too this just does not bode well for a young team um or a bad team in which the jaguars are both so promo code trill jump on over there best ball we'll we'll do more best balls we get closer but something i did want to get into the rankings for like the the Everybody's doing like their top one hundred player rankings now. I won't do that many. I refuse, and I want that on the record. Um, Until we
1: get you on the NBA
2: seventy-five team, when correct? Then you have to do top seventy-five all saying. time. You, get, it's one of those like uh, I, forty is like to the jump. You got to subscribe uh, to get the last thirty-five. Hey, um, did you this- hear Bill Simmons on that? It's like you got to include the players from the forties. The- no. Give me a break, dude. Um, don't get me started on that. Um, but I want to do my top 100 players. People seem to like the quarterback tier. Or maybe I just like ranking things. Um, ranking things is fun. It's a fun exercise. It, it's so good. Uh, I could just rank the things in this room right now. TV, one. Chair, two. Table, that's three. Um, so I like, it. you can just do it at any given time. I wanted to rank... I got to about four. I felt like 40 was a good because there were some there were some tough cuts. Uh now I'll never say it's a lot of good players in the NBA, but it's about 40 of them. It's about 40. Um, if you're not on this list, you stink. You're bad. Um, but this is real life again, like the quarterback tiers, not fantasy. It's only for this year. So if LeBron melts down next year, doesn't matter if K Cunningham's the best player in the league next year, it doesn't matter. The goal is to win a title this year, so no Kawhi, no Jamal Murray. I think those are the only two cuts for injury. And also, this is in a vacuum. This is not like in their current situation. This is, I mean, you, if you want to assume they all have the same a team around them, they all have league average, team, whatever. This is in a vacuum.
1: It's a fantasy and, draft. I'm picking
2: one one to try and win this season. You're trying to win the championship for this year um but it's not fancy it's for like real life hooper ball real life hooper ball that's why didn't they call best ball that real life hooper ball they probably will now yeah. this team is listening in yeah uh that one's free um real life hooper man ball but <laughs> this is some, you don't have to like the same stipulation with the quarterbacks. you don't have to necessarily play every single game It's not the most who you think is the most durable but do factor in, you got to play, you got to get through 82 games and you got to play, four, you got to win four rounds. So keep that in mind, Joel B, Chris Paul, um, Clay Thompson. Like who, I don't know what Clay Thompson comes back as. So without further ado, some of these, the top doesn't take long. The number one player for me going into next year is Giannis. He has the title belt right now. Um, hot tape. Two, I think it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah, listen, listen, listen. I let me drink a little water. I got hot takes on the tongue. Um, three LeBron, four Steph Curry. That right there, since Kawhi is hurt. That that's the line for players we know for a fact can be the best player on a championship team. We know for a fact. Giannis, Katie, LeBron, Steph Curry. So it, there's not even so much tears here, but if it is, that's A and then it's everybody else. There's maybe some B and C, but that's A everybody else. Now the next guys are, of course, guys you think can get there. So five. Give me Nikola Jokic. Coming off of MVP year. It's Like in a healthy, like where everybody's healthy, I feel like his numbers go down, but Jamal's not healthy. So I feel like he just has to like stay on it again. He's also wildly durable. Just one of the most, knock on wood, one of the most durable players. So I think he's played like 90 plus games, like each of the last three, like something stupid. Six, I'll probably just start six, seven, eight. I've got James Harden. Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic. Thoughts this far? Anybody anybody seem wild? Any disagreements? Anybody too high, too low? Jokic went higher
1: than I thought, but I have no real complaints with it just because I think he's very good. I was wondering when you were going to get to Doncic because Doncic mm-hmm. feels like the guy who everyone has anointed. like He is the best guy, who can be the best guy in the championship team. And I think he's quite good, but I don't know mm-hmm. if we've seen that yet. And so I but like... Yeah. I think you can say the same thing about Embiid and you think you can say the same thing about Harden is that hypothetically like you can foresee like all of those guys being on like being the best guy on their team and winning the championship. And like, that's not too hard to kind of imagine. So no complaints. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And I, I, it was tough between Harden and Embiid just because what Embiid did last year. But even I, I don't think it's law house are people sleeping on James Harden. Um, House, do people know that James Harden? He's my MVP pick. Is ooh because he had crazy, crazy odds. It was like plus 2400. That's, I mean, if Kyrie just doesn't play, I, I like that quite a bit. Um, no, it was, I'm, I'm choosing, I, I think that last year was a blip and that he's just generally a healthy person. I think he'll be back to being healthy. I also, this something I didn't realize, I didn't realize how low his usage rate was last year like just in terms of like just for after he after he got to brooklyn he was taking 17 shots a game karis LeVert before he got traded was taking 17 shots a game now that doesn't equate like the usage rate so i looked at their usage rate and karis Levert's usage rate was higher so they replaced more karis Levert possessions with much more efficient james harden possessions He also had a lower usage rate than Jeremy Grant. Like this is like Harden was doing a lot with not a lot uh, of usage rate, especially when you consider he's had like some of the highest usage rates in history. So he was basically doing 25 points, nine boards, 11 assists on let on lower usage than Karis Levert. That gives him the nod over Joel Embiid. I'm sorry. Um, Embiid, of course, like he, Offense and defense, you know, but he was out there for that collapse, man. He, I, uh, whatever happened with Ben Simmons should not affect him skating for some of them fourth quarters he had. Game four, fourth quarter, excuse me, game four, he was over 12 in the second half, 0 for 5 in the fourth quarter. Game five, they blew an 18 point fourth quarter lead. He was one for five in the fourth quarter. Game six, two for seven in the fourth quarter. Game seven, or yeah, Game six. He was two for seven. Game seven, five for nine. But a little too uh, late for that, my guy. Like y'all already lost. You know what I mean? It's not a one time thing with him
1: because he did that at at least two
2: series against the Celtics. And I was like, whether it's officiating, whether it's conditioning, whether it's health or whatever, he's got to show he can take that next step, whatever it is. So right now, I got him seven. Luca eight. I'm tempted to put Luca eight, but I just Embiid's two way. Ability, he also consistently gets better. ESPN had Luca four over Steph Curry, which is even knowing what they were going for, it's still upsetting. Still upsetting. You want to get the click Luca's top five ahead of Steph Curry, of course, but he's Steph Curry, man. What are we doing here? He's
1: just the greatest shooter of all time. It's just literally
2: like, come on. Um, so eight Luca, nine, I got Dame, ten, Anthony Davis. Then it starts to get into some kind of positional gluts. So I'm interested to hear how do you have these next three? I've got for 11, 12, 13. Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Jason Tatum. Thoughts? Talk about talk about your thoughts. Um, My initial thoughts
1: is that I think Jimmy Butler should be the lowest. I think he's old and uh, sure. he's a great defensive player, but I just don't know what like. Jimmy Butler will hit a clutch shot, but I don't think he's your go-to offensive scorer. Like, I don't think he can be. Jimmy Butler alone can't like get you to a championship or uh, be the best player in a series. I just don't like think he's very, very good. And I think he did like kind of phenomenal things with the Heat. um, But I think a lot of that Heat team that made the finals was Bam and the kind of shooting around it. Uh Jimmy was phenomenal, but it's not like he was like the. I don't know. I just don't believe in him as being the kind of the volume scorer you would need to be on that. I'm clearly biased in this as I sit here. I, like my, I know
2: where one of these is going to be ranked. I just want to hear it for the other two.
1: Paul Look George the,
2: is interesting
1: because he's like he was the third in MVP voting, and like he can when it was all Paul George all the time. He's uh, damn good, and he won a playoff series with Kawhi was hurt. It's just you don't really know what you're getting for Paul George, and the he's like quite good defensive uh, end of the floor, he's very good as well. Um, I just think Jason Tatum is uh, like, have we seen like, is there another step that J uh, that Paul George can take? Like, can he really expand his game anymore? I feel like with Tatum, he can still, there's room for him to grow because he's only four years in and only like 22 sure. years old. So I think he still, like, And if we're just talking about within one season, within one season, I think he can go from where he is now to kind of vault himself to the kind of top 10 guy if he can become, one, just like a better playmaker because the ball is going to be in his hands and if he can be assists, get assists up there, and if he can get to the line more instead of being 26 game at like a night, be closer to 30, I think Tatum just has the space to kind of like elevate to be the, the main guy on the team where I think Paul George can do it. I don't think Jimmy Butler can do it, but I think Tatum with his ability to grow is like a kind of reason to rank him
2: higher. I, I It's why if this was for anything more than a year, I'd go Tatum. I've got Butler first because he, like, he already does the things that you just said you want from Tatum. Like he's like all NBA defender. He gets to the line. A, I mean, he gets to the line a lot more than a lot of people. Like that's not a knock on Tatum. And he's like Jimmy Butler was at like seven assists and like two turns, like become like a really good passer. Now, like the best passer of those three last year, which. I, I did not realize that. Jimmy
1: Butler had seven assists a game last year. That's yeah, no, Jimmy, shocking like, he, stat.
2: <laughs> yeah. So his thing, he's not the volume score, but with the way they play, like it's his 23 a game and the way they play is it's enough. And also he can facilitate. He can get to the line whenever he wants. So I've got him one. I've got PG two just because. It's close, but I think he's the best shooter at volume uh, of the three by a hair over Tatum. I think he's got the potential to be the best defender. Nobody here has made first team all defense but Paul George. So he's got that ceiling. And he's definitely going to be the number one this year instead of the number two. So I give him that. And then, yeah, Tatum's just, the again, if this was for the next three years, I'd go Tatum without question. Um, But I also do, I think this is the last time he's outside the top ten for a for the foreseeable future
1: and i just have the irrational boston sports fan confidence that well, he's sure. going to do all of that uh growth and kind of get no, that I, much better within him one him season on. yeah i got you. yeah, yeah by,
2: by the all-star break he's uh seven foot four he's playing some center uh induces coming off the bench i know how i know how y'all operate um, 14 and this one hurt 14 and 15 both of these hurt me and i'm i'm kind of rethinking them now 14 chris paul 15 Kyrie Irving. There's two guys. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how much I can count on either one of you for very different. Some of the same reasons. Um, But I just don't know. But they were like Kyrie. Both of them were all in B. I think Chris Paul was second team. Kyrie was third team. And it came to like there's a tier under here. Just came like one, like one for one for this season. It's like, I can't put these guys ahead of him just yet. And the tier 16 17 18 19 tell me what you think about this order i've got Devin booker trey young zach levine donovan mitchell i agree with the first two i was curious when booker and trey young were
1: going to get added to this list mm-hmm. my initial thought is that like there's got to be some players better in the league right now than uh Zach Levine and Donovan Mitchell, but I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't, like, I was can't saying, think of them yeah, immediately.
2: Julius Randall. Um, Look, pull up Zach Levine shooting. Number. Give me, can you show on the screen Zach Levine shooting numbers last year? See, Zach Levine's good, and I just don't want to admit that to myself. I, 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 so think, I, think, I that's think that's my, the problem. Here's, a, I think Zach Levine is really good. I think he's my guy. I think he might. Like this is this is high for sure. Okay, we're looking at Zach Levine shooting. From last year to this year, field goal percentage jumped from 45 to 51, which is chaos. He took more threes, barely, but jumped from 38 to 42, which is chaos. The jump in his game was from two-point range, jumped from 50 to 57%. He's 85% from the line, five boards, five assists. He was 27 a game last year, and this year he has a point guard. And he increased his assist numbers like last year. Like, yeah, no, he's the assist went up. The turnovers didn't really go down. And I think defensively, I think he's I think he's better than his rep is now. He's not good at all. But I think he's still like he I feel like he gets mentioned like like Trey Young, Bradley Bills. He's not that bad anymore. He's I think he's comfortably worked himself out of that tier. He looked really good in the Olympics. And I think this this is just me betting the olympics just kind of keeps him pushing they're gonna have a better team this is the best team he's gonna have played on after coming off the best team he's ever played on so this is i think it's it's lofty but i of those four he's comfortably the best shooter last year like come and that's it's saying something because donovan mitchell shot the hell out of the ball booker and trey better scores than shooters at this point um but the reason I put Booker and Trey ahead is like I think they showed, for whatever like the number playoff numbers don't look the best, but they sh- they can be like the offensive fulcrum for a team that can close out games, close out series, get you through rounds, and I think having like that, that type of ball handler playmaker is why all these guys go in a row. It's like there's such a premium on that right now. Um. So yeah, I, yeah, Booker, Young, Levine. Mitchell and I just feel like people are gonna. I feel like people are gonna yell at me for Donovan Mitchell. I'm fine with it. I think there's can, no
1: one, no one can. Who would you make an argument for anyone you've mentioned that Donovan Mitchell is better than
2: that? I feel like people, people should be better. yelling at you for putting him too high. I, I just want to say three things about that one, let's not forget the all star draft when he and Gobert went dead. This is what his peers, this ain't about what I think, this is what his peers think about. Um, two. Let us not forget the past two years when he's scoring 30 a game in the playoffs. He's Mr. Hot shot. But when they're getting absolutely torched on defense, it's like, well, you know, he's hurt. You know, his, you know, you got a bum ankle. Um, and three. He plays in the best situation now. This is in a vacuum. So I feel like that kind of hurts. It's not his fault, but he's playing with the defensive player of the year, the sixth man and seventh man of the year. Two more all stars. So taking him in a vacuum. I. I got him behind those guys. He's still top 20. He
1: Just looking fun. at the NBA rankings uh, on ESPN, mm-hmm. they have Mitchell at 18 and have, uh, they don't have Kyrie, basically. Uh, they have Kyrie at 20. And so okay. that's like the big bench, the only difference in, in your Where they rankings. Have
2: He's not top 20. Still scrolling. But- they have Bradley
1: Beal, number 11. Which you have, you have not mentioned yet.
2: I and we'll get to Bradley Bill soon and very soon. Um, but I I consider I think there's a reason
1: they don't have Levine top twenty five. They have Gobert, t- Towns, Wilson, Zion,
2: t- Drew Holiday better than
1: Levine. Bam. I'm,
2: I I didn't think it was this bad, but I I'm high on Levine. I was high on him going into last year. It was a thing I was like, he just like he gets the flex or he gets he gets flack. Some of it was just, like the defensive effort for his first couple years, of Chicago was just not good. I was like, I think he also might have had like some of the worst coaches like ever. Um, not even that Billy Donovan is, is Mr. Hall of Fame, but he's not Jim Boylan at the very least. Like, Zach Levine doesn't hate his guts. He gets Zach Levine to try on defense, which when you're scoring 27 a night on 50 from the field, 45 percent. Even trying is is appreciated. So I'm, I'm, I, and getting Lonzo a guy to facilitate so he doesn't have to, so Kobe White doesn't have to. I think some of his numbers might go down, but I think his efficiency might actually, if he gets to do more catch and shoot, he's an elite shooter. Eight threes a game at 41% is elite shooting. So if he gets to do more of that catch and shoot, I think this is, he could be, depending on how much they let him run, he could be. 30 a game, like sooner rather than later. The Bulls offense should be pretty scary because
1: then they still have Vooch where you can just like run some pick and roll with him, pick and pop. And as much as I enjoy slandering DeMar DeRozan, the man uh, is a bucket from the mid range. And like, you still have to contend with him being out on the court. So I think like Levine should flourish this year. It's just whether or not the Bulls can play like enough defense to win 130 to 120.
2: I think they're going to stink there, but I'll say this. I think that'll be because of Vucevic, DeRozan, and not Levine. I think he will be closer to neutral than bad. Um, But we'll see. Ninth, 20th, and this hurt because this is how you know it ain't completely biased. I got BAM 20. I put a Kentucky player right behind a Louisville player. Whoever said Whiskers wasn't uh, uh, playing a fair ball game. So I got BAM 20. Rudy Gobert 21. Yeah. 22 over over cat over cat. We'll get to cat 22. I got Zion Williamson. I think Zion is going to or is in the process of taking that kind of leap to where it's like this might be his last time outside the top 15 for a long time. Um, Now I get to. 23, I got Drew Holiday. 24, I got Bradley Bill. 24 I got Bradley Beal. You said what you had him I think 11 is 11 feels extreme. 11 feels extreme. I would concede I'm probably I just I don't think he gets the flat for he's not a good like he's a actively bad defender. He's also for the last 3 years he shot 35% from 3, which is like league average and he's had to create a lot of that himself, but you know who else did? Zach Levine. He didn't shoot, you know what I'm saying? He didn't shoot 35% from uh from three. And I've got Drew Holiday over him. Just I think the defensive gap is that large. Like and also Drew showed it don't have to be just guards that he guards. I think the defensive gap is that large. Drew's also a 35% shooter. Both of them are like pretty good passer. Like neither's like elite running your offense, but If you have a guy like Bradley Bill, you, I feel like you hope you can put a guy like Drew next to him. You have a guy like Drew, I feel like you can put anybody next to him. He played with like Middleton, he played off long, he can play off another point guard, he can play off another shooting guard. Bradley, you got to play some, get somebody with some defense or you're going to lose a lot. And the Wizards have been losing a lot. So is 20, am I, is 24 too low for Bill? No, that feels like it makes a lot of sense. And then looking at the
1: ESPN rankings, he was 22 last year. And rose eleven spots based on making
2: the eight seed and getting and winning one playoff game like yeah, that. Scoring is kind of crazy. By scoring another thirty, again, I feel like he's probably a better shooter than he gets reputation for. Probably a better defender. I think he might be an underrated passer than he gets credit for. Like he's a hell of a player. Um but, yeah, but if it's I, I just like,
1: making the playoffs, like if, if the Hornets win that play-in game last year, is Gordon Hayward all of a sudden like the
2: 15th
0: best
1: player at, in the league?
2: <laughs> we'll get to Hayward. He's tw- – he's uh, ne- no. 25th, and I, I wanted to move this guy high. He just come off second team All-NBA. Uh, Julius Randle, got him 25. 26, Jalen Brown, who I know you think went 26 spots too low. 27, Carl Anthony Towns. Where, where the, the list you're on now, where they have caps. Twenty-four. Okay. I was gonna say, like, there's there's a range I feel like it's there's certain people you can't put him above, but just talent wise, there's only so he is only so far he could fall. And I was looking at it like, would I get it started like it at, at Drew Holiday? It's like would they trade Drew Holiday for Crossing Towns? It's like, oh boy. Do you think they would who says no, House?
1: Uh that's a wow. It's
2: tough business, man.
1: I don't think the Bucks trade it, do that trade, but I think in a vacuum, you do that trade if you're just like building a team. You get Carl Anthony Towns. Got
2: you. Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair. But I mean, he's just—he's got to show the deep. He's got to show he can be the anchor for at least an average-ish defense. He had like that's—that's the only thing left he has to show. Offensively, rebound. He's passing more. Great shooter. He up until like he was. I think he played every single game his first four years. Last two years had some uh, knocks, but he's only so low uh, I can put him. 28, I got Chris Middleton because I was like, I think the Bucks would definitely trade Chris Middleton for Carl Anthony Towns. 29, Brandon Ingram. 30, Ben Simmons. Too high? Too low? Thoughts on Ben Simmons uh, going this late or early? The being worse than Brandon Ingram feels like a slight.
1: Um, that maybe and I'm not a Ben Simmons defender. In fact, I have a t-shirt that uh calls him a coward. Sure. And so I've never been a, a big Ben Simmons guy, but he he is quite good. He is the first team all defense, and I mm-hmm. understand all the flaws that he has.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've just never been a big uh Brandon Ingram believer. Um, and so I don't know. It feels like generally in the right area for Ben Simmons, just given his giant flaws. And this is about winning a championship this year. Right. I feel like Ben Simmons to succeed, you need to put like the perfect situation around him. Brandon Ingram pretty solid player who I think can fit into basically any situation. And so he has value just in being a solid scorer, solid like defender. Like I just don't think he's like a, a star potential that, uh, no, it feels it feels about right as I talk it out. See, I just been, I've just never been an I've never been an Ingram guy, but I it, get it,
2: everything Ben Simmons does well. Ingram doesn't, and the one thing Simmons won't do Brandon Ingram's like all star level at it. So I that's why I was like, I I can't have them that far apart. And I was like Christmas, like the case, I think like even Jalen Middleton Ingram. Like the the case for Ingram is probably, it's still probably long term. Like the case for him is that he was an all-star at 22. At 22, Jalen Brown, uh, Chris Middleton, Julius Randle, they were scoring 12, 13 points a game. And Brandon Ingram basically had the same exact year from his all-star. The West was just deeper, like almost the same exact shooting year. Not a perfect player for sure, but he's still – like same draft but i think he's still a full year younger than ben simmons and i just his i think the uh playmaking is getting better but again not the passer defender rebounder, all that but it's that that damn flaw ben it's the biggest like why couldn't you just be a shit rebound it was like man how's this guy 16 <laughs> one rebound again that'd be an we just ha 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 we laugh at that he won't shoot it's only i i don't know how i can put you
1: um I didn't realize Brandon Ingram was also 38% from three, which is just like I thought he was more of like a like a score mid-range attack to the basket, but like to shoot 38% on six attempts a game from three, like that's pretty useful in the NBA. Yeah,
2: like he's for whatever you like project. I don't know if he can be, you know, the guy per se. But if you get him in a situation where he can be he can do what Chris Middleton does, you know what I mean. Like, the best players, he's he playing off Zion and uh, Devontae Graham. Like, uh, I want to cut him. And he had Luke Walton as his first coach. I want to cut him a little bit of slack. Um, So, he's 29. Simmons is 30. 31. Okay, interested. 31, 32, 33, 34. Thir- oh, next five, actually. Russell Westbrook, John Morant, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, C.J. McCollum, De'Aaron Fox. Thoughts on how on the whole those fall. Russell Westbrook, John Morant, Shea Gildas-Alexander, McCollum, De'Aaron Fox. Too high, too low? I think
1: Westbrook's too high. I think I would put Westbrook behind John Shea. Okay. I think John Shea is just, like, much more dynamic. Like, I don't I can't tell if it's just negativity about Russell Westbrook and like all the kind of flaws that Russell Westbrook has. And it's like the young belief in like the up and comers of Shea and Ja. but I just have more faith in Shea and Ja to like knock down shots. And like, we know what Russell Westbrook can do. And we can know Mm we can also just like play your team out of a game. And Russell Westbrook's always trying to do too much where I feel like, when Shea and Ja are trying to do too much, you, your team generally benefits from that. Like, you're never going to be like, oh, no, Ja's trying to yeah. take over the game.
2: <laughs> it. No, Pat, give it to Dylan Brooks, <laughs> man. Uh, no, I think that's the, – the reason I gave Russ the advantage is because, like, of the top – like, Russ, Ja, Shea. I mean, really, all, all five of these guys, none of these guys are defenders. None of them. Rush, Josh, ja, Shea, McCollum. Now there's some potential. Like shay has got the most potential. He's not there yet. Russell Westbrook. He's not a good defender. He does some stuff. He does. But John ja Morant at this point, he's not a good defender. And statistically, Jaw was a worse three point shooter than Russ last year, which is scary. like Jaw's first two years, I think he's a career 31. Like he's. I think we're at a point where this is a year for him. Like, hey man, like you. I mean, he's a dog regardless. But if you're shooting 31, I just. It feels like everything else in your game got to be that much better. Um. Well, apparently, uh, this is from the ESPN article, is
1: that he only shot 30% from three last year. And that just made it so everyone went under on his pick and rolls, which just yeah. makes it so much harder for Ja to. If everyone's just like giving you that space, then Ja can't be explosive and attack the basket and like do his right. best skills.
2: And it's like to his credit, like he still gets that's how fat, like uh, D'Aaron too. And I think it's a. That's why I had De'Aaron Lamp because he's further along on that. Like, hey man, like we know your cat quick. We know you 20 a game, good passer. If you can't hit that three with some consistency, it just puts a a bit of a capper like on your like on how your offense can function. If they if the team knows they can go under every single time. And it's why I almost put Shea first, Shea or McCollum. Because I was like, those guys can shoot. Like, ain't no if and like McCollum's the best shooter. like of the three then Shea um yeah Josh Shea I just I think Shea was healthy they just sat him because he was (laughs) they were winning too many games like I don't think I knock on wood I don't think there's anything health-wise with him but CJ McCollum De'Aaron Fox 35 okay so you you said you would have Russ behind those would CJ McCollum De'Aaron Fox is that no thoughts I mean CJ McCollum can
1: shoot but what else I like he's very like but what more can cj mccollum get you he's a very good like, i don't want to like yeah. denigrate the man but he's, yeah. uh, like he's kind of uh that's what he does he's not a strong defender and he's a solid shooter and like can make some plays Darren fox is scary to play against just as like um his, like his speed and his ability like he should have better like I'm basically, I've only viewed De'Aaron Fox's games when he's playing the Celtics. I feel like he's just mm. kicked the Celtics' ass twice, and it's like sure. then you look at his numbers and it's like you should be doing a lot better. The Kings should have a lot more wins because he feels like you have all the potential there. It just doesn't seem like he puts it together on a regular basis.
2: Well, I'll say that one. Luke Walton's his head coach. I think that's the biggest knock against him. Um, two, they were statistically the worst defense of all time last year, which De'Aaron wears some of that for sure. But I. If you're the worst of all time, I feel like that's s- something schematically. <laughs> it, like, just you, do some, make some so adjustment. Anything you were hedging, okay, don't hedge. Did you try? Like, did you try that? Like, you can be. It's there's twenty second out of thirty teams in defense, and then there's dead last of all time. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can, if they were only below average, they make the play in. If they were only just a, a bad defense, so. I think he he'll have to cuz I think Darren, shoot, he shoots like 75% in the like something ridiculous in the paint. So it's if he gets the three going even 36 37% he's going to be functionally unstoppable on offense. Fun, just because he gets to the line a lot. He's got he's not a great free throw shooter. I guess that would make him truly unstoppable, but he gets there enough. But as for now I got him 35. Then I got uh some love to the big men. 36 DeAndre Ayton. 37 Demont Sabonis. 38, Draymond Green, 39, Pascal Siakam. Thoughts? Is Draymond too high? I feel like Draymond might be too high. No, I'm a big
1: Draymond guy. I think only, Draymond does everything
2: guy. on
1: defense. Like if he if you're just the defensive captain and can like literally just make everything better by you telling everyone, every one of your teammates where to be, I'd find tremendous value in that. Like, pass- I don't, don't care he has a backpack. Yeah. He's yeah, the, okay, just yeah. the IQ of Drake Draymond. I like. I totally respect him being that
2: high. Okay, good. I, I was like, it feels like amongst these other guys, and even then, Aiden is a guy. It's like I want, I want bat. Like after what his postseason, like the year and the postseason he had, I was trying to find a way to push him above. He just can't. Like he fell behind the, the perimeter creators. Like that's just the, that's the dominant. Uh, I don't even archetype now. That's what you're looking for. So he falls behind Middleton, Ingram, and Westbrook, and Shea. Like, but he's a guy. If he keeps that up, he could jump ten plus spots because he had just a phenomenal playoff run. Has all the physical tools. Seems like he's putting it all together. Sabonis. Sabonis is just. I. I would love to see him just get to play center. I think he's still playing out of position. If they I think he he's another one. Could he anchor the defense? He wouldn't be Miles Turner. But offensively, if you put shoot like legit shooting around him instead of Miles Turner shooting like 32 percent and not scaring. Like if you put a you swap him for a wing player and Sabonis would be disrespectful. So he could jump Draymond again. It's on. I just I can't in good faith say somebody that good defensively that much or, or that good of a passer that high of a IQ just on the court. It's only so low they can fall. Siakam, I think Siakam gets a bad rap, man. I think he I think he has a good year this year. I feel like he he gets a bad rap because when the spin move doesn't work it looks re- <laughs> it looks ugly, man. It looks ugly. But he had like a pretty he had a rough start uh but he actually had a pretty good year Bounced back last year. And that they were in Tampa. It was like the year from hell for them last year. So I think he gets back to form. Uh, and number forty. This was. This might have been the toughest cut, or the toughest one. Number forty. And this is another just bet on faith. Lamelo Ball. Who? Lamelo Ball. Um, I just. This is just something I want to be true. I think things would be a lot more fun if he takes that. And I like before he got hurt. I, who's to say he just didn't take it? Right. Like before he broke his hand. Who's to say he just didn't. A couple months in, they probably make the play. They don't make any noise in the playoffs, but just even fourth, like man, he had that one game where he, you know, he get thirty-one and ten on Drew Holliday or something like that. So, I got Lamelo forty. Um, my tough uh, snubs, um, my toughest cuts: Vucevic, Tobias Harris, Mike Conley, DeMar DeRozan, Michael Porter Jr., uh, Kyle Lowry, Anthony Edwards. Fred Van Fleet, and I just I didn't know what to do with Clay Thompson. I just didn't, I just had no idea. Those were my tough. Did anybody? Did you have Julius Randle on your list? Of course. He was, uh, Julius was 25, 25 yeah. behind Bradley Bill in front of Jalen Brown. Uh, no, no one else is like appearing
1: on these lists of like the top because ESPN has Lamelo at forty-seven, and so you mentioned all the guys that are kind of ahead of him—Tobias, DeRozan, Turner. But I like Lamelo's oh, just like creativity I mean, uh, yeah. uh, as uh, just a passer, and is like your offense can be that great, that much better if you have Lamelo there. It's just like whether or not he he puts it together from year one to year two and like continues that that growth. But I think he has all the potential to be able to do that.
2: I what I'm really hoping, and if if this hits, he'll be a lot higher than forty. If you look at like his numbers versus Doncic's the first year, Lamel's better shooter. Um, I feel like probably from maybe I uh, probably not from two, but from three for sure. And then Luca just hit the second year. just, and it's just like, I'm just here now. Like I'm just first team all NBA. I don't know if he has like the leap to first team all NBA in him, but I do think they have that type of like, just feel for the game. It's like that. I, I want to say it, you can't help but improve it like they they come into the game when you're playing when you're running an offense that well that young you can't help but to get better so if his three-point shot shows to get better he'll get bigger and better like athletically defensively he'll be like Lucas fine now he'll get to that so if he just takes that jump now then yeah he would jump past again the McCollums. Fought like if he takes that Level, yeah, he jumped past a lot of these guys, but we'll see. I think that Anthony Edwards hurt because I think he, the way he was playing toward the end of the year, it would also be good for the league if Anthony Edwards was here. He's just in general good for the league. Um, he's a guy I want to hear from on media day.
1: Oh, they should have just done 22
2: hours of Anthony Edwards. <laughs> that's, I think that's what you when you every team interviews every single player. It's like, I feel like even on the Timberwolves, it'd be like, no, nah, you should probably talk to Ant. Or let, let him sit on, on every, like, I don't know, do something funny with it.
1: Hey, Anthony like, Edwards, what are your thoughts on Gerson Rosa Rikos?
2: Yeah. Oh, man, that guy was getting so much pussy. Um, <laughs> look, that's a quote. You can put that in the, uh, Picayune, Um But that's not really quote. like that
1: Picayune is your go to newspaper. I love There's never been a Times. There's
2: never been. The Couriers. I got no love for the Journal. Uh, the Constitution. <laughs> that's a rough one. But <laughs> big, big, the, not here to argue, Picayune. <laughs> um official top 40. I feel good about it. I feel now again. I'm not gonna say there's a lot of good players in the NBA. That's preposterous. But I will say there's exactly 40. I think it's about exact. I think was, as we just proved. Um there's exactly 40. And again, like the quarterback tiers, man, this subject to change. Like uh, let's see. I might got to do the week. Jalen Hurts is down a tier. I think I had him in C. I think he's down to D now. Tua, Tua can't stay healthy, man. I don't, I don't know where to put him, but we'll see, we'll see. Baby boy of the week. What? Baby boys of the week. Time for baby boys of the week, Jan.
1: I did not see that coming.
2: You never do. You never do. This week, I, I, I got a couple. Uh, Baby boys of the week. It got six in particular. I got RJ Adams, I got jaton McClain, I got Andrew Phillips, I got Ernest Sanders, I got Vito Tisdale, and I got Joe Williams. Now, if you're not familiar with these, is that six names? I Lord knows I can't count. Yeah, that's six. Let's go with that. Um these are the six gentlemen, University of Kentucky football players, just this uh past week. They had some charges on them or against them draw i guess the the jury failed to indict so they can return to practice now the incident in question was they allegedly i got i don't even have they failed to do you have to say allegedly anymore i don't even know allegedly no they were found not to have done (laughs) it yeah yeah. rudman wears this liability not me here's what definitely (laughs) happened um allegedly they went to a frat party when they got to a frat party they were repeatedly called racial slurs, repeatedly, and kick or I, I don't know, asked to leave, kicked out. They left, came back, to try to get in. It was like you know who, uh, who was saying all that. Like let's let's just talk it out. They didn't want to come outside, so the football players went in. Now it was said that one of the gentlemen had a gun. I think that was the biggest charge, but there's been no. That, I think that was the I don't know if that would make the case fall apart. There, there was no evidence he ever had it. Nobody else ever saw the gun. There was no way for them to prove he had this gun. So. What it comes down to, they were called racial slurs and did something about it. I uh, I support this. I support this. I support all six of you gentlemen. They will be back on camp or back to practice. This week, I believe um and so hopefully again this legit seems like it was i don't think it was going to be what it what it could have turned into i should say because this there's a time where this could have and would have gotten very very ugly um whether the facts remain the same or not just with social media with people knowing about it with people willing to like being able to corroborate things that happen this could have affected six young men's life for a like for a very long time based on I don't want like it, who was on the track, like you know what I'm saying like what how any of this works so grateful that it it what I hope the truth came out I'm grateful that my baby boys are back to practice take a couple weeks guys we're four no it's no rush it's no rush um but look forward to seeing them down the stretch. Look forward to seeing you down the stretch listener by next week because that'll do it for this week at the not here to argue uh Picayune. those are the top 40 players if you disagree at jam if you agree at me download underdog promo code true I need to tweet my picks because that's what that's really what's been going wrong y'all ain't got to fade me in a while I always forget I- to- I faded you this
1: week, actually. So when really? I locked in, yeah. So I'll tweet good out my man. picks as well if you want to fade Trill.
2: Good good on you. Good on you. Um, so underdog app promo code Trill. You already know that. Drop your picks. Hashtag fade Trill. You already know that. That'll do it for this week. For Jam. For myself. For you. I'll sign off for you, too, um, as I have the microphone. We'll catch you next week.